Job 21-22-30 Then Zophar the Namathite replied, So my anxious thoughts compel me to answer, because of the turmoil within me. I have heard a rebuke that insults me, and my understanding prompts a reply. Do you not know that from antiquity, since man was placed on the earth, the triumph of the wicked has been brief and the joy of the godless momentary? Though his arrogance reaches the heavens, and his head touches the clouds, he will perish forever, like his own dung. Those who had seen him will ask, Where is he? He will fly away like a dream, never to be found, he will be chased away like a vision in the night. The eye that saw him will see him no more, and his place will no longer behold him. His sons will seek the favor of the poor, for his own hands must return his wealth. The youthful vigor that fills his bones will lie down with him in the dust. Though evil is sweet in his mouth and he conceals it under his tongue, though he cannot bear to let it go and keeps it in his mouth, yet in his stomach his food sours into the venom of cobras within him. He swallows wealth but vomits it out, God will force it from his stomach. He will suck the poison of cobras, the fangs of a viper will kill him. He will not enjoy the streams, the rivers flowing with honey and cream. He must return the fruit of his labor without consuming it, he cannot enjoy the profits of his trading. For he has oppressed and forsaken the poor, he has seized houses he did not build. Because his appetite is never satisfied, he cannot escape with his treasure. Nothing is left for him to consume, thus his prosperity will not endure. In the midst of his plenty, he will be distressed, the full force of misery will come upon him. When he has filled his stomach, God will vent his fury upon him, raining it down on him as he eats. Though he flees from an iron weapon, a bronze-tipped arrow will pierce him. It is drawn out of his back, the gleaming point from his liver. Terrors come over him. Total darkness is reserved for his treasures. A fire unfanned will consume him and devour what is left in his tent. The heavens will expose his iniquity, and the earth will rise up against him. The possessions of his house will be removed, flowing away on the day of God's wrath. This is the wicked man's portion from God, the inheritance God has appointed him. Then Job answered, Listen carefully to my words, let this be your consolation to me. Bear with me while I speak, then, after I have spoken, you may go on mocking. Is my complaint against a man? Then why should I not be impatient? Look at me and be appalled, put your hand over your mouth. When I remember, terror takes hold, and my body trembles in horror. Why do the wicked live on, growing old and increasing in power? Their descendants are established around them, and their offspring before their eyes. Their homes are safe from fear, no rod of punishment from God is upon them. Their bulls breed without fail, their cows bear calves and do not miscarry. They sent forth their little ones like a flock, their children skip about, singing to the tambourine and lyre and making merry at the sound of the flute. They spend their days in prosperity and go down to shoal in peace. Yet they say to God, Leave us alone for we have no desire to know your ways. Who is the Almighty, that we should serve Him, and what would we gain if we pray to Him? Still, their prosperity is not in their own hands, so I stay far from the counsel of the wicked. How often is the lamp of the wicked put out? Does disaster come upon them? Does God, in His anger, apportion destruction? Are they like straw before the wind, like chaff swept away by a storm? It is said that God lays up one's punishment for His children. Let God repay the man Himself, so He will know it let his eyes see his own destruction, let him drink for himself the wrath of the Almighty. For what does he care about his household after him, when the number of his months has run out? Can anyone teach knowledge to God, since he judges those on high? One man dies full of vigor, completely secure and at ease. His body is well nourished, and his bones are rich with marrow. Yet another man dies in the bitterness of his soul, having never tasted prosperity. But together they lie down in the dust, and worms cover them both. Behold, I know your thoughts full well, the schemes by which you would wrong me. 
For you say, Where now is the nobleman's house, and where are the tents in which the wicked dwell? Have you never asked those who travel the roads? Do you not accept their reports? Indeed, the evil man is spared from the day of calamity, delivered from the day of wrath. Who denounces his behavior to his face? Who repays him for what he has done? He is carried to the grave, and watches kept over his tomb. The clods of the valley are sweet to him, everyone follows behind him, and those before him are without number. So how can you comfort me with empty words? For your answers remain full of falsehood. Then Eliphaz the Temanite replied, Can a man be of use to God? Can even a wise man benefit him? Does it delight the Almighty that you are righteous? Does he profit if your ways are blameless? Is it for your reverence that he rebukes you and enters into judgment against you? Is not your wickedness great? Are not your iniquities endless? For you needlessly demanded security from your brothers and deprived the naked of their clothing. You gave no water to the weary and withheld food from the famished, while the land belonged to a mighty man, and a man of honor lived on it. You sent widows away empty-handed, and the strength of the fatherless was crushed. Therefore snares surround you, and sudden peril terrifies you, it is so dark you cannot see, and a flood of water covers you. Is not God as high as the heavens? Look at the highest stars, how lofty they are. Yet you say, what does God know? Does He judge through thick darkness? Thick clouds veil Him so He does not see us as He traverses the vault of heaven. Will you stay on the ancient path that wicked men have trod? They were snatched away before their time, and their foundations were swept away by a flood. They said to God, Depart from us. What can the Almighty do to us? But it was He who filled their houses with good things, so I stay far from the counsel of the wicked. The righteous see it and are glad, the innocent mock them, surely our foes are destroyed, and fire has consumed their excess. Reconcile now and be at peace with him, thereby good will come to you. Receive instruction from his mouth, and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. If you remove injustice from your tents and consign your gold to the dust and the gold of Ophir to the stones of the ravines, then the Almighty will be your gold and the finest silver for you. Surely then you will delight in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. You will pray to Him, and He will hear you, and you will fulfill your vows. Your decisions will be carried out and light will shine on your ways. When men are brought low and you say, lift them up. Then He will save the lowly. He will deliver even one who is not innocent, rescuing him through the cleanness of your hands. 2 Corinthians 1 1-11 Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy our brother, to the church of God being in Corinth, with all the saints being in all Achaia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassions, and God of all comfort, the one comforting us in all our tribulation, for us to be able to comfort those in every tribulation through the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God, because as the sufferings of the Christ abound toward us, so through Christ our comfort also abounds. But if we are constricted, it is for your comfort and salvation, if we are encouraged, it is for your comfort, operating in the endurance of the same sufferings that we also suffer. And our hope for you is sure, knowing that as you are partners of our sufferings, so also of our comfort. For we do not want you to be ignorant brothers, as to our affliction having happened in Asia, that we were weighed against excessively, beyond our power, so as for us to despair even to live. Indeed we had in ourselves the sentence of death, in order that we should not be trusting in ourselves, but in God, the one raising the dead, who has delivered us from such a great death and will deliver us, in whom we have hope that also He will deliver us still, of you also joining together for us by supplication, so that thanks may be given for us by many persons for the grace bestowed toward us through many. Psalm 40 11-17 O Lord, do not withhold your mercy from me, your loving devotion and faithfulness will always guard me. For evils without number surround me, my sins have overtaken me, 
so that I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart has failed within me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me, hurry, O Lord, to help me. May those who seek my life be ashamed and confounded, may those who wish me harm be repelled and humiliated. May those who say to me, Ah, ah, be appalled at their own shame. May all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you, may those who love your salvation always say, The Lord be magnified. But I am poor and needy, may the Lord think of me. You are my helper and deliverer, O my God, do not delay. Proverbs 22 2-4 The rich and the poor have this in common, the Lord is maker of them all. The prudent see danger and take cover, but the simple keep going and suffer the consequences. The rewards of humility and the fear of the Lord are wealth and honor and life.